Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. How about this Gardner Minshew? Uh, he really is unbelievable. I mean, this is, is this even happening? Is this like some kind of dream we're in, a uh, dream state? Because this guy was playing at, 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 you know, Washington State for Mike Leach. There's no one on the face of the earth that would have thought he would be some starting quarterback in the NFL or that, he, you know, this kind of fell in his lap. Foles breaks the clavicle. They bring in Minshew. And I think he's been uh, spectacular. I mean, all things being equal, uh, in, you know, the, the previous games, uh, they lost. And, you know, uh, I guess in the Houston game, they lost 13-12, but he was 23 of 33 for 213 yards uh, and threw a touchdown, no picks, got sacked four times. And then um, what was it? Uh, it you know, in the, in the game against Kansas City, he went 22 of 25 for 275 yards, two touchdowns, one pick, got sacked once, had an unbelievable rating uh, of 122 and a half. The Houston game, 97.2. Tonight, 20 of 30 for 204, two TDs, no picks, no sacks, a 108.2 rating. I have to tell you, Carver High, the guy uh, has thrown for over 600 yards and uh, in two starts. I mean, the other game he came in, he came in after Foles got injured. You cannot deny... Uh, he's the second quarterback in franchise history with a uh, pass TD uh, in his first three games. He's done all of that. He's already thrown five touchdowns. You got to admit the guy's been phenomenal. I mean, to this point, people are falling in love with him too. They, I mean, I don't even know. I won't say when Foles comes back, they didn't pay him all that money to not play him, but they got a problem now because this guy, the fans are falling in love with him. Yeah, no, they really are. And it's, you know, he has a lot of personality too, which is, you know, when you're playing – like he did tonight, and you win a game, and, and he's been pretty good since he's come in. And then you also have this personality that the guy's got. I right. mean, he's he's a wacky dude. He's fun. Like, it's – he's humble. The fans are going to really get into that because you love that stuff. When you get a guy who – you know, listen, you have great players on your team, like, the you know, the Trouts or the Jeters, but they stand up there and they just – you know, they give you nothing and they – you know, they're great players and you root for them and you love them. When you get a guy who comes in and he's got a little bit of juice, a little bit of personality, you have a little fun watching the guy, and you can tell that he's having fun, you kind of gravitate to those guys as well. So in the middle of all of this, as they're just celebrating Minshew after the game on NFL Network, they've had him on the air for like, you know, a half an hour with his whole family, all of his friends, their friends. They just and want so, a party. I, I mean, mean they just, like just look at a party. Even Maurice Jones-Drew is there partying with him. But uh, in all honesty, uh, the Ramsey thing is hanging over this franchise and in that locker room. Now, he has obviously demanded a trade, but he said it has nothing to do with my teammates. I love them. It has nothing to do with the city. I love it here. Still doing charity work here. Still uh, out with the fans, signing autographs, taking pictures, whatever. I love the city. I love my teammates. It's much uh, more than that. Um, It's the front office and the organization. So he just hates the organization. I mean, how quickly do they should get rid of this guy as soon as possible? He's like a, you know what he is? He's like a fire. He's like a fire in the clubhouse. Well, especially after the game he just had tonight. I mean, his value just went up even more. You already had 
them asking for at least one, if not more, first-round picks. The guy had nine tackles tonight. He became even more valuable because you saw what he can do, even better than he's done so far this season. Yeah, he had a good game. I mean, how many times a quarterback, a cornerback, have that many tackles? Usually, that's a linebacker or you know, defensive lineman. The guy's coming from the outside, getting all these tackles. Do you think uh, so? Now they're saying that they'll get rid of him before the uh, the the Denver game. They play at Denver next, so th- that it'll happen in the next week, which is kind of throwing darts at the you know donkey's rear end, isn't it? Like oh, it'll happen within a week. Thanks for that update. I saw a reporter tonight saying this deal should happen in the next seven to nine days. Thank, thanks a lot for that. Th- thanks for that. It, what an you insight. mean between now and the next time they play? Yeah, like, is, that, so, is that kind of where so you're this, going? This chick on ESPN said, yeah, a source told her it'd be. Uh, now, listen, I can top it. She said it'll be within the next nine days. And she also reported that uh, Kansas City, Baltimore, Minnesota, Oakland, Philadelphia, and Seattle have all made inquiries. And every other uh, team in the league has also called them. She did a great job of covering every single team in the league once him. What a horrible reporter. Like, I mean, narrow it down a little bit. Not every team in a league, and it'll be, and he'll, he'll be traded in the next nine days. Thanks so much for that crappy report you gave us tonight. Well, with the way they played on Thursday night. I don't want to say her name uh, be in fear of getting sued because if you make fun of anyone now, you get sued, don't you? If you make fun of some woman, I'll get sued, won't I? Because she, she's such a crappy reporter. Would that be all right if I made fun of her? They're even I, saying in some of the reports that some of the teams that are interested in him because of them playing on Thursday night. And obviously, the deal not being done because he's playing tonight. Some of them were asking the NFL, like, if we trade for this guy after they play, can he still play for us on Sunday? Wow, that he would play Sunday? They won't. NFL said no. Players only have to play one time a week, so he can't. But some teams that were interested were thinking about doing that. No, but everybody else can play twice a week. You can play on Sunday and Thursday, right? <laughs> Everyone else can play twice a week. Remember, don't they have games they on can Sunday? They play Sunday and, and Thursday, but not Thursday and Sunday, apparently. Well, the, that, that makes no sense. It's that is is that not just backwards? <laughs> what they're doing anyway? Every player in the league has complained about the Thursday night games, have they not? I'm not complaining tonight. Hitting both ways, uh, Jags to win and getting the one and a half. Leonard Fournette had six catches in that game. I thought uh, he looked good and he carried it 15 times for 66 yards. I thought he had uh, a good night, a, a lot of uh, plays, and he had quite a load. So uh, I haven't seen him look really good in a couple of years, right? He's been injured so much, and I think he's been ineffective. But I thought tonight he did a lot for him. I mean, nothing was staggering, but, you know, he ran the ball 15 times and he caught six passes. I thought he had a big piece of that game tonight, to be honest with you. Well, they talked a lot coming into the season about how he recommitted to the team, lost weight, dropped like 20 pounds, that he's the lightest he's been since he came in the NFL and that he actually wants to play football again. Like, he was checked out last year, it seemed like. He was heavy. He just didn't care. So it's a big difference for him this year. And you were talking about Minshew before. I mean, we talk about the numbers and how good he is, but his numbers should have been even better tonight. Like you talked about, that Westbrook should have been touchdown, right in his hands in the end zone. Right. There were a bunch of other ones where he throw it to guys and they went to go move too quick because they're not a great team and these guys aren't top-level talent that they're moving before they really have the ball in their hands and drop it. He should add another couple completions and at least another touchdown. Uh, I agree with that. I thought uh, some of the play. I said before I thought Westbrook's drop in the end zone was embarrassing. I mean, you know his teammates are making fun of him in the locker room after his drops like butterfingers. Uh, I have to ask you, though, uh, I thought Marcus Mariota, now he slung it 40 times, uh, 23 of 40 uh, for 304. Don't be fooled by the numbers. He was terrible. He sucks. Let's just Let's just flat out lay it on the line here. That guy – is never going to get it done in this league, ever. 
And I'm not just basing that off tonight. He was horrible tonight, like you just said. I'm basing that off the last couple of years. He's been horrible. He's either hurt or he sucks. It's never anything else. He was 19-28 against the Colts for 154 yards. That's embarrassing. And I took the Colts in that game to win in Smashville. That was a great bet. And then he loses tonight. And in the, the Cleveland game that they won, he was actually uh, 248. He was 14 of 24. So he was. He, he's literally been stinking it up at around 57, 58% completions this year. And I got to tell you, if you're throwing at 58 uh, in the NFL, you suck. I mean, honestly, there's guys throwing 78, 80%. Guys like, you know, that that are just that complete every pass they throw practically. And then this guy, he's just a he's he's completing barely over half of his passes. We talked to Ballpark Franks about it before the season started, how they brought in Tannehill to kind of push him and let him know like there's finally someone behind you that can take your job. Not that Tannehill had a lot of t- success in Miami, but that he's actually a legit backup. He might be taking over the reins at some point this season. They're gonna draft somebody. I'd play him next week. Uh I'd play Tannehill next week. That guy is no good. Honestly, when they win their football games lately, the last couple years, it's because of Henry. It's, well, either their running game or their defense. Their defense won the game in Cleveland in week one. Right. The Browns committed a thousand penalties. They had a couple pick sixes off of Mayfield. He kept throwing them the ball. Their defense and the and the stupidity of the Browns won them that game in week one. These last two weeks, their offense has been garbage. But you don't think that they have the onions to, to bench him? They after don't. Three of course games. they don't. They're gonna they don't have the him. onions to bench him. They're going to play, gonna him. play him. I'm saying I would play Tannehill next week. Now, you know how they are. I'm surprised because they go, and I bet against him tonight and, and won, but you know how they go from winning to losing to winning to losing to winning to losing? They have a good game, bad game, good Who are they playing next week? Uh, next week they play at the Falcons. Well, that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about. They win a big game in Cleveland. Then they lose a couple games that you think they're going to win, and everybody will bet the Falcons next week off of these two Titan games. Right. You watch. They'll go down to Atlanta and win like a 20-17 to 17 game. That's what they've done for the past You're couple right. of years. They always do it. I'm, I can't believe I'm saying this because I just said how much the guy sucks. Their run game and their defense will win him a game in Atlanta next week. Yeah, and I think the penalties and sacks uh, really hurt them tonight. I mean, that their offensive line got uh, just totaled by the Jaguars. And it was just, uh, you know, a party down in Jacksonville tonight. And they needed that because that was their first win. So now everybody's got a win in that division. That's it. Houston's 1-1, one one, Indy 1-1, one one, Jacks 1-2, one Tennessee 1-2. And, so. and they had a chance at having more. Last week, if they go from kick to the extra point and go to overtime, they had a lot better chance to win that game. They could have beaten Houston. But instead, Rome made a dumb decision, and now they're only 1-2. They could be leading that division right now. You mean the Jags? Yeah. Yeah, they blew that game. They they went tied up. All they do is kick the extra point and then go into yeah, overtime. Yeah, he went for two. He went and for they two, ran right up the middle, and they didn't get it. So do you have, do you uh, do you got a problem with Doug Marone going for two and going for it, and then they come back and win? So I mean, at least they're going for it. Like, what what do they have to lose besides nothing? They don't matter. Even tonight, they went for it on like fourth down when they're up twenty to three. Kick the the field goal, then you're up by more than two scores. Instead, he takes the risk and doesn't get it. All right, we go to the uh, third hour of the Billy Idol Hour of Love, 855-212-4227. What games do you want to talk about for Friday, Saturday, Sunday? We got you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.